0: Getting into the last segment of the pod, we're gonna get into pop culture. And for pop culture, we're gonna get into one of my favorite artists, even though he's been, you know, a lot of my favorite artists just go like on a huge hiatus and just go away and then come back with some like, with some fire. Like, I don't understand what it is, but it just feels like a whole break just makes you, just rejuvenates you unless you have a whole new passion for your original craft. But anyways, the reason I say all that is because we're gonna be getting into Bryson Tiller. So, like I said, one of my favorite rappers is Big Sean. Well, Big Sean's really my favorite rapper, like number 1. Uh, Bryson Tiller is one of my favorite R&B artists. He went away for a little bit. And when I say a little bit, I mean he went away for a while, like 5 years, I believe. But he said he had like mental issue, not mental like, but um anxiety and In- okay, now I can't say words anymore. And In- yeah, I can't say it. So <laughs> Y'all just listening to me mess up these words. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um he has problems with like anxiety problems. That's it right. That's it right. Hopefully. And anxiety problems. I don't know why. Anyways, basically that man has issues with talking and and showing his face and putting his craft out for the world to judge he doesn't like that part of it so he had to build up a lot of courage to finally come out with a new album um even before even before he came out with this album i think he came out with a deluxe with the trap soul and it was only like three songs but the three songs was pretty good in my opinion uh, oh, and one did feature The Weeknd That was, that was uh, one of the standouts in my opinion Because he, he had a whole different verse Like you know how artists do a remix And they can just put the same verse on the song And then just have the remix with the new artist He actually switched his whole entire verse The Weeknd came in And then Bryce and Tiller gave a whole new verse to Rambo So I like that I thought that song was a standout From the three tracks that was added but with his actual album anniversary, this is his third studio album, and one of the guest features—oh, the only guest feature on the album—is from Drake. That's pretty interesting. So you have the week. Oh, you have the weekend. You have the weekend coming on your deluxe. Then you have Drake coming on your original. Um, and then you have Drake coming on the sequel. That's pretty. Bryson Tillens must have a lot of respect in the industry Because that's not easy to pull off Having a, the weekend feature and Drake It's not easy to pull off at all You have to have really good relationships with certain people To have those type of people on your tracks So he came with back to back heavy hitters with the Weeknd and Drake And then I think he had like a Zoom um, Watch party, a listen party I don't know what to do uh, i don't know what type of party they had in zoom anyways i guess they listened to the album in zoom so i guess they had fun with that anyways (laughs) me actually getting to the actual album comparing this to the 21 savage album this is i won't say by far the better the better album but it's significantly better than savage mode 2 in my opinion but this is more of an r&b album that's more of a rap album, so you may be like you can't really compare the two. But I just did, and Anniversary, in my opinion, is better than uh, Savage Mode 2. <laughs> but you know, teachers on. Starting off with the first track called Years Go By. I like to sample use it. It's basically using a sample, kind of playing off the fact he's been gone for a while, saying that um, you leave your craft for a certain number of years and you lose passion for it. But I guess this song is basically showing that you can still have passion for it. I like the little bell that rings at the beginning because it's kind of like school listening, classes in session. And he's just giving you bars after bars, just just verse after verse, just all type of knowledge. Talking about why he went away, talking about that he still got it. You know, basically just talking his stuff. So getting into track number two. Oh, My bad. Yeah. Getting into track number two, Always Forever. That was a solid track. That's all I had for it. It was just solid. Oh, actually, I was going to play a snippet from Years Go By. That's what I meant to say. I I know I paused and then went back into track number two, but I meant to say I had a snippet for track number one. So we're going to listen to that. Years Go By is the first track off of Bryson Taylor's anniversary. Listen up. Yeah, huh. yeah show the night hold tight. on your leg on the night, baby, get close to right. it was meant for you. Yeah. Heard it right, this ain't sitting in for nah. you. So the five on them five went for you. That's, that's, real, real. that's a fucking sending for you. Just venture, you like all my sentiment for you. Nah, 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 nah. Spit it with it, with it, got the dividends for you. Nah. You down with it with brown cinnamon for nah. you. Nah. Yeah. You don't live this life, girl. I know. Nah, nah, nah. But so, so, as you, so as you can tell, he's going crazy, and that's the first track off the album. But so he just went even crazier throughout the album. Let me bring back up the track list. So, he went crazy on years go by. And then you get into number two, Always Forever. It was a solid track. Getting into number three, I'm Ready For You. Also a really good track. I think that was, um, I don't know. I think that was, he really had different, like, different type of structures for each of the songs. And they all, this is also another cohesive album. Not a lot of songs just thrown on to, to make a project. But this one, like I said, the, the songs uh, run into each—not run, but like flow into each other. So all these songs lead off of each. Um, all these songs lead off the last one that just came before it. So it's never the vibe doesn't totally switch with any of the tracks on this album. So number th- three was solid. Number four, things change. That was really good. Um, five, timeless interlude. Such a great interlude to follow up on one of the best tracks on the album in my opinion called sorrows and we're gonna play a snippet from that and i'm just gonna let it play a little bit because this was definitely my favorite track off the album and we can listen to that right now So you can you can just tell he he was going like he was just basically um, singing his way you know just singing <laughs> that man was singing now no not no twenty one savage uh, R P love type singing he was that was for real I can sing sing <laughs> so yeah that was my favorite track off the album and then we get into out of no see I almost skipped to the one of my favorite tracks off this album. Then we get into this the um what's this called? The single, the single, that's the word I was looking for. We get into the single number seven, inhale. He actually, I wouldn't be surprised if this album was called Inhale and he just changed it to Anniversary. But, anyways, that's beside the point. Inhale came out, it was received with not criticism, but not everybody was praising it. Like it was kind of like we waited this long for this song. And it wasn't a bad song. It just was one of those that basically it was an album cut. So in this album, it fits. But as a sequel, I keep saying sequel. As a uh, it's si- a thing called as a, sing- a single. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's not the. It's not a single type song. I mean, you got sorrows on here. Uh, I wouldn't. You never want to put the first track out as a single. It, it's kind of, it kind of gives away the vibe of the album. I would have either chose Sorrows or Things Change for a single. Not Inhale, though. Inhale is definitely an album cut. It doesn't really stand out like Sorrows do. Anyways, after Inhale, we get to track number... Wait, uh, I don't want y'all to think that Inhale is bad. That was definitely a great song. An album cut means it's a solid song, but isn't the standout, so... Not that so y'all won't think I just didn't like this song. I like every track off this album. But some of them are more standout to me than others. And speaking of standout, we're going to get into track number eight, Out of Time, featuring Drake. Drake gives us a solid verse. Definitely a better verse than he had on 21 Savage album. But with this he's singing so it's kind of like i understand why he was on this album and 21 because i think he low-key wants to put out the narrative again that he's a singing rapping type person so um yeah getting into out of time i actually have two snippets for this because um the way that this song is structured drake drake goes and then tiller goes but there's a middle in the middle there's like a whole like interlude not interlude but like the beats uh I won't say like dead noise, but the beat just kind of um, plays around. Like the, it's basically a spot for the producer to play around with the beat and make a little bridge between the Drake verse and the Bri- Bryson Tiller verse. It doesn't just go from Drake chorus, Bryson. It goes like Drake pause, Bryson. So I'm gonna I'm gonna break it up a little bit, but not break it up. I'm gonna go like straight to the verse. Um. Straight from Drake's verse to Bryson Tillis' verse. So this is Drake's part off of... Hold up. I almost played the wrong song. Anyways, this is Drake's part out of Out of Time. And we can listen to that right now. I don't know why I still play into your palm Even though I know what you want been twisted all you so long, oh, cause it's complicated, far from simple, always find a way to dodge these issues, can't seem to shake it, not for nothing, the problem is we're not discussing all that, screaming, yelling's not becoming you. things just can't be fixed, without a of time. Then they, then that's when the beat starts to go on And the producer starts to play around a little bit And then we get into Bryson Tiller's verse So now I'm going to skip to his verse And we can listen to that right now mm-hmm. I can't wait till we find a way to partway. I can bet at the smart things, I, and it, it seems I like am playing in the hard way. We fight through the night all day. I, I, I still don't know why I still play into your phone, even though I know you. So I don't know if you really caught that, but Drake and Bryson Tiller had some of the same lines, which is very telling, to say the least, to me. Is Bryson writing a little bit for Drake? Is that why he's been away for a little bit? Because, you know, Party Next Door, he writes for Drake and Rihanna, and he takes some hiatus sometimes. Let me find out Bryson Tiller's been writing for Drake this whole time with the R&B. Wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you get a feature from The Weeknd, a feature with Drake only type of way you get those is if you're helping out more than you know you're helping out more than people actually know so i mean why do you think drake keeps party next door around so much but anyways that was definitely a standout on on the album to me and i think that was a great song and they played off each other well it wasn't really a back and forth but the verses was really good and they had some of the same lines so makes me wonder if bryson tiller is writing for drake uh number track number nine we it's called keep doing what you're doing that track that track is really good really solid track to go into the outro of this uh album number the 10th track next to you and this is such a great um ending to a sequel of trap soul so so this was a great song and it goes right into years go by and well what does it go right into i don't know but anyways the next to you is a great send-off of the sequel and i had it on repeat so for me it went right it went uh it flowed right back into years go by so i don't know if that was just a me thing click my link tree in my bio to let me know what do you think of the album do you think it's fire? do you think it's trash? But we actually we actually have one more thing we're gonna get into, and it's the first week sales of Bryson Tiller's anniversary. Like I said, with Twenty One Savage, he's probably gonna sell around 190k. For Bryson Tiller, this was very surprising for me because they star by Tory Lanez. Even though he was kind of not kind of, he was blackballed by by a DSP playlist. He still sold 50k. But with Bryson Tillers' anniversary selling thirty-five to eighty-five thousand units for the first week, I don't know where that's gonna put him in the as far as like um, top ten. But that's a great opening weekend to be gone for five years, I believe. So he may be the next Tory Lanes if Tory Lanes is not careful and they find a replacement for him because Bryson Tiller coming out right after Tory Lanes gets into all this trouble i don't think it's a coincidence i think it's one of the, the openings that bryson tiller saw and he had an album ready and but i don't know i maybe i may just be looking too deep into it but that that's what i think i think bryson tiller can end up filling that void that toy lanes is eventually going to leave so yeah that's all i really have for the bryson tiller album anniversary wanted to talk about sales wanted to talk about the album I also wanted to get you guys feedback so let me like, click my link tree in my bio send me a message on any of my social medias to let me know what do you think about Bryson Taylor's anniversary do you think it's fire do you think it's trash and which Drake verse was better the 21 savage Drake verse or the Bryson Taylor Drake verse.